Hello and welcome back to the Basement Podcast with the same generic intro as I do every, every single, single time. time. <laughs> I feel like I need to change it up, but I'm not exactly sure what I would change it up. Eventually we'll be like, hello basement dwellers or some cool shit like that. But for now it's the same exact thing over every time. Over. <laughs> oh well, who gives a shit about the intro if the content is somewhat enjoyable? Exactly, and that's our goal, somewhat enjoyable. So this is part two of the flower series, and we don't know how many parts there's going to be just yet, but we do already have people that want to be on, special guests and stuff that we will yeah. have on later. We're scheduling right now, but right now you just get us. Yeah, Tessa, sorry. <laughs> because we want to get everything out that we not necessarily like our experts on, but just our general opinions. Right. And then we'll bring on the people who are actual experts. Right. The people that have been in this industry for a lot longer than we have. Right. I mean, I have been smoking for 10 years, but again, I'm your, uh, I'm, I'm a caveman smoker where I just know, ooga, ooga, light with fire and smoke. Yeah. I mean, and... I, I was, uh, at least compared to you, a newbie. I remember when we first started dating and you kind of introduced me to a lot more about weed than I had ever known before. I knew, oh, go over to friend's house, smoke weed, come home. That was it. And then I met you and I was like, oh, I bet I can do all of these things on my own. I don't need friends to do them. And you taught me how to roll my first joint. Exactly. I taught you how to not need friends. Exactly. <laughs> That's what my goal was. <laughs> exactly. No, it was just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was, uh, the whole dabs and all that stuff was, I don't know, that came around when I was smoking and it just felt like, oh, I don't want to have to learn fucking rocket science to start smoking. So I was just a very basic, and still into this day, just I'm a very basic flower kind of guy. I like to smoke one hitters, joints, or bongs, whatever, but I'm just, I, I'll try anything, but I am very much a caveman smoker. Yeah, well, I was the opposite, and I guess that has to do with the fact that I'm younger than you are. But when I came on the scene, I was already 18, so like the first thing I ever smoked was a joint. I mean, let's be real here, that's the best way to start. But then my friend, all she did was concentrates. And so she had like, you know, the little dab rig that you hook up to your big giant brick vape because that was the thing when I was 18 and so concentrates is what I had started doing and then and then I was like oh it just pits me to sleep every time this is so much and uh, then I discovered the the beauty of flower and the ability to kind of really control your dosage instead of just going to sleep every time you smoke so right so, so, so I don't know, maybe we should like play some intro music now or something. Oh yeah, or, I guess I forgot we do that. Let's see what we're playing today, I don't know. Let's find out. Here we go. Oh, hold on, it, it's not hooked up. Oh no, Katie, this is so awkward. Keep talking, hold on, I'll, I'll okay, hook it up Okay, I'll quick. tell you more about the first time I started smoking. So the very first time I smoked, I went with my friend and it was my 18th birthday And he was like, okay, well, we're going to walk through this park, a public park. And I was like, what in the world? I was paranoid as hell just before we even started smoking. And so then, and so then you add the paranoia that comes with the weed. And I was just like, oh no, we're going to, somebody's going to see us. They're going to call the cops. Like this is going to be some big ordeal. 
It, I mean, it ended up being no big deal. Yeah, doing it out in public for your very first time ever <laughs> would terrifying. be extremely stressful. Yeah, I was in a, <laughs> it my was. cousin's living room. It was just me and him. He had, he's been smoking. I had at that time probably at least 30 years. I mean, right. he's much older than I was, but I had worked for his plumbing company. And so we hung out all the time and, uh, yeah, he just loaded a one hitter and then, uh, put it back in his dugout and threw it over to me. It was my 18th birthday. So that was my first, I always say that's my first time I started smoking my freshman year of high school, but I didn't know how you were supposed to inhale. So right. I don't really count those because I didn't, didn't really get as high much. as I did when Jason, oh, Name drop. My cousin Jason um, <laughs> taught me how to do it properly as right. in take an inhale, just take one small hit, see how you feel and all that. Yeah, that was my first time was probably ideal is how I would like to start anyone else out. On a one hitter, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or even just one hit of a joint, but anything just it was one it was hit that is the just take part. one hit and he made sure he was like, even if you cough or feel like you're like you're fine, everything's gonna be you're not gonna you're that fine. was the main thing. You're not gonna get go anywhere that you can't come back from. Right. right. You're I not remember end the up in first the time I had a big coughing fit and I was like, I'll never have clean air again. Right. All right, you want to try this intro shit again? <laughs> yeah. Fucking amateurs. Here we go. I feel like that's still kind of up in the air, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I don't, but I'm pretending like I do. Make it till you make it. Exactly. That's how I run my sex life. Anyways, <laughs> so we have lots of Thanks. things to cover today. There's so much to talk about when you're talking about. We said this series is just about flour, but really it's consumption in general. Flour is just the main point because even with just flour alone, there's so much to learn. There's so oh, much that so much. we're still learning on oh, our yeah. own. So we just want to impart some of the things and tips and tricks. And so before we even get started, I want to talk about the blog post. So the blog post was supposed to come out. How we wanted to do it is right now we want to do one episode every two weeks on Fridays is when we will release. And then so one Friday is going to be a podcast and the Friday after that is going to be a blog post. Excuse me, I had to burp. Um, uh, but the blog post was a little bit more complicated to upload than we thought it was going to be originally. Oh, so we're yeah. working on that. As soon as we figure out, because I don't want it to look, I don't want to just put up something that looks like crap. I'm not going to rush something and put it up and it look bad right. just to get it out. So I want it to look good and I want it to be very user friendly for anyone. So if you're 90 years old, or 20 years old, regardless, what, or 21, sorry. 21. Uh, but anyways. Doctor's note, two doctor's notes in the state right. of Oklahoma. But uh, yeah, I just want it to be very readable, very user-friendly, and I'm not going to put out something that looks like shit for you guys, but we will have that out very soon. I have every, like it's, I have everything, all the YouTube videos, or uh, Gangier, I believe, is the channel that it's called, that I use a lot, that I really like. His name's Derek Gilman. 
and he's been smoking a lot longer than I have. He has a lot more experience. They're all from California, and it's not just him. It's a whole team like uh, Swami, his wife, whose name eludes me right now, and I apologize, (laughs) and there's a lot of people like the Soil King that are involved in that YouTube channel that have some great content. So we're going to attach those. That's all ready to go. Just kind of figure out how to get it on the website looking good, man. Yeah, the... The visual part is kind of hard, and making sure that the information is organized in a very, like, logical, easy-to-navigate way. Right. That's been our hardest part. And, like, the links. And so, essentially, what I want to do is I want to have... The, I, I want to have my blog posts in my own words and then these description of these videos lined up really well so it's easily accessible and you know what you're watching the video on. But we have everything from the how to roll, how to consume, what to look for, all that type of stuff is ready to go. And, and I will have that soon. up very soon. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you can just uh, click on those and kind of follow along. And then eventually, once we have more episodes banked and we have more time, we're still in the process of fully setting up the studio and unpacking and all those things. But once that's all going, we want to be doing an episode every week and a blog post every week. But we'll get there. We'll get there. It'll just take a little bit of time. And uh, as long as y'all stick with us, then you'll get to hear our fun little progression from, you know, every other week to every week to eventually, you know, growing our own little, uh, I don't know how to phrase it, our own little power group. Community. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So first and foremost, uh, we didn't talk about them in the last episode just because we were so uh, caught up with all the things we were trying to figure out what we needed to talk to in the first one, how long we wanted these to be. It was just a lot we completely forgot to talk about. Key to a New Path, which we will be talking about on every single episode. We will be tagging them on Instagram and all the other socials that we create and have so that y'all can learn more about them what it is basically in a nutshell, and you can go to the page and find out more, which will be tagged in the links below, is uh, it's just a nonprofit organization that you can donate to that will cover the costs of an OMMA card and for veterans with PTSD or TBI, and not just veterans, pretty, right. anyone, anyone with, with PTSD, T- TBI. Yeah. Uh, exactly. They We'll walk them through the process. You have your own canoners who will walk you through all of it because we know firsthand we've dealt with the OMMA bullshit and we know how ridiculous it is. Yeah, and it's just ridiculous. We could go, I could literally do a whole episode just on how <laughs> annoyed I am with that whole thing of oh, like yeah. oh, if yeah. it was anything else, if it was any type of other medication, the thought of you have to see your doctor, he prescribes it to you because he deems you fit. And then you have to wait up to a, a month, month or more yeah. to get it. It's just insane when right. you're doing things. I mean, granted, there's no qualifying conditions in Oklahoma. But still, when you're, you but have still, PTSD, yeah. anxiety, whatever, that could be the pivotal point to where if th- someone doesn't have their medication, because whether you want to accept the fact that cannabis is medication or not, that's what that person came there for, and they believe it's their medication. And so when you don't get it to them, in a timely fashion, having them wait even two weeks is just insane. And the fact that then you go through all their bullshit and you jump through their hoops and you do all these things and you you have to wait for them to mail it in the fucking mail. You can't just have it printed right. out or they something like that. send you an email with your license number, with all of it. Yeah, we have literally all the information. I know for a fact they have the picture because we had to do the stupid, make sure the background white bullshit 
Uh, and it's just ridiculous to me that someone has to wait and it could be the, you know, the deciding factor. Someone exactly. takes their own life or harms themselves because they don't deem it m- important enough to get it to you quicker. Yeah. Like right? that's that should be a priority. An issue. Like they, the whole point of this was like, oh, your doctor can prescribe it for whatever they deem you need it for, you know, like they're like, oh, you have PTSD. Well, I think you would benefit from, you know, medical cannabis. And so you get this medical cannabis, let's say air quotes prescription, but then you can't get it right right away. Like if I were to go to a doctor and they were prescribe me uh, citrulline, which is uh, an anxiety and depression medication, you could go and you could have it filled that same freaking day. Of course. But you don't even get it within a week or two weeks from OMMA. Like, we've had to wait close to a month at this point. And not only that, not only is it the time period, but they're so, like, the customer service, the people it's who are garbage. running it, they're rude, they're inconsiderate, they're not. Right. I've I mean, talked to one person that was If very a pharmacist helpful. ever talked to me the way the people for OMMA talked to me, it would not go down well. Oh, not at all. And, like, to be, to call them and be like, oh, well, here's the thing, you know, I'm going to go ahead and share a little bit of my story is, oh, well, I've been having these really severe anxiety attacks, which was to be expected with a move that's a high anxiety thing. And people with anxiety understand that when you have those things that are a little more high stress, it can lead you to have more anxiety attacks than you were planning on. And so to call and be like, there, is there any way that I can expedite it? expedite this can I contact the doctor that signed off on my OMA rec and them kind of you know let you know that hey this needs to happen a little bit faster so she can get access to this so that she can you know find something that calms these because anybody with anxiety understands if you have a full-on anxiety attack it's going to affect your life I mean it's going to affect how you can tend to your family it's going to affect how you can just go through your life day to day and so to have an anxiety attack to be like set back where I can't take care of the babies the way I want to where I can't tend to Cody that sounds weird like I can't help him <laughs> with the to things. Be tended to. <laughs> I can't help him you know throughout the day the way that I had planned on doing because I don't have access to something that'll help me calm myself down it's just I don't know it's just completely ridiculous to me it is. It's ridiculous and it's frustrating. Uh, to me, a big thing with anything I do, customer service is a big deal. So for right. me, something that is directly tied to mental health, physical health, Somebody's overall health in general. Life. Yeah. The, so, yeah. Quality when of you're life. talking about what could potentially be the end of someone's life because they right. don't have their medicine and you can't even be polite on a phone call is ridiculous. It, yeah. it, it makes me so furious. I know I've cussed more than I usually do on an episode already, but uh, it is. It just was infuriating to go through that. Katie just recently got her card. And, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, it was a horrible experience from the very beginning because we used uh, Chronic Docs, which was recommended oh, on one of the Facebook pages. And talk about terrible customer service. I mean, rude, I inconsiderate. They didn't pay. I mean, we paid the $25 fee, which, you know, isn't a lot of money, right. but also can be a lot of money. And, yeah, I mean, she, uh, whatever her fucking name is, the Chronic Doc's main madam chick is, uh, reached out and asked for the customer's name and thing. But that w- I didn't even respond because what was the point at that 
you know, at that time we had already found far, someone, which, else. someone else had already reached out exactly. with a better service that took care of everything for us. And she will be on yeah. in this series. That's one of the special guests. I'm not going to give it away right now, but she took care of everything for us. The, oh, whole, she made process, the whole process, so easy. submitted the application, literally everything. And uh, yeah, she was great. And, uh, yeah, I do not, uh, I don't care whose fucking feathers it ruffles or anything like that. I'm not here to try to ever back a brand that I don't completely believe in. I've talked shit on cookies plenty of times because I believe it's a money-grubbing company that only cares about making money and not actual product and service. Uh, but yeah, chronic anything that I know everyone's real on board with the chronic palooza and that's great and wonderful and anything that promotes and uplifts the Kano's community in my book is great. But also when you're in that position and have that much power and have that kind of voice and then you have a service like chronic docs that Katie saw the doctor. I know for a fact had the appointment. She had the screenshot from when she had the appointment and then when she went to talk to them. Uh, yeah, it did. It absolutely felt weird from the very beginning. And then afterwards they said she could, they couldn't find the records of when she talked to the doctor, even with the screenshots. And yeah, it was just terrible from beginning to end. It was absolute garbage. And so from me personally, I absolutely would not wreck amend chronic docs to anyone. It is absolute garbage. Uh, it took forever to even get them to respond after we were having trouble waiting for the email. We waited what five Days. I wait. I, so we had the appointment like the Wednesday after we moved because I was like, well, I want to get this set up quick. I want to get this taken care of. I need this, especially because like, you know, I, I needed it to help with these anxiety attacks that I figured would happen because it was a high stress event that was going on in my life. And so I met with the doctor. I did it all. I was like, okay, this is perfect. I should be able to get this recommendation turned in and I should have it, you know, relatively soon. And then to not get a reply. And not only that, the only way you can contact them is through a text. Text, yeah. Only they say you number. can call, but you can't. Yeah, you their can't website call. says call or text this number. You can't call. It's a text only number. And the texts, they never fucking freaking replied to sorry i almost said a really bad word i put explicit on the fucking uh, podcast <laughs> you know what you're signing up for if yeah. bad language uh, i'll put you even i'm sorry reply to me and then they they replied to me on a saturday morning which is outside of their business hours mind you and she was basically like well can i get some more information so i sent her my name and stuff so that she could do a little more and then the text she replied back to that was one of their generic oh well you can contact us between these hours and these hours. And I was like, well, you messaged me first. I'm not the one messaging you outside of business hours. You're the one messaging me outside right. of business hours. And then when you hours. finally get to talk to somebody, she was rude, unhelpful. She was I mean, like, The well, whole I can't process find is you, a joke. So, so uh, yeah. For 100% from the bottom of my heart, uh, chronic anything, go fuck yourself. But uh, anyways, um, moving on, because right. I don't just like dogging on people. <laughs> and, and granted, I don't know this person... Uh, Personally, personally or anything all know i know is services. i know the i know what she's putting out in her services and if she's comfortable with that then i'm not comfortable with her right right because if i'm putting my name on something you better fucking believe if i find out that my employees or anyone was talking to someone like that because this is medical like you don't get to always want to rant and rave about how cannabis is medicine and then all of a sudden when you're making money and doing well it's all it's just a, a, a revenue source right like you don't right. care like it's it's 
it's Amazon Prime, it's fucking Walmart.com, it's all these things. No, it's not. It's medicine. She talked to a doctor, and it should have been taken more seriously, and it wasn't. But we're going to move on from that, because it's getting me irritated, <laughs> getting me hot. Getting a little hot, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we have someone who will help you, and we'll, yes. we, we actually have multiple people, have multiple two. sources that we're going to have you can on go later. to that you can get your doctor's recommendation and they'll help you through the whole process one of which in, uh, which involves key to a new path um and those are good services and they, i highly yes. recommend them they're good people they care about medicine they care about yeah, taking care really, of you unlike chronic anything chronic right. anything they really uh, believe in the medicine that is cannabis and what it can do to help you that's why they go so above and beyond to help their patients is because they understand how cannabis can really change the quality of life for a lot of these people they like both of the people that we're going to have on but especially the woman that i dealt with personally she was just so fantastic in making sure that i was taken care of and she really made a point to like let me know this is medicine these are ways so she you know part of that is me telling her like oh well have anxiety and depression and ptsd or whatever and she was like okay well these are what i recommend for you i recommend you take something that's high in cbn because it'll really help get you that relaxed state that you're going to need whenever you have an anxiety attack or something like that like she took the time to educate me. I mean, we were able to have a discussion because I, you know, have education of my own that that I was able to bring to the table. And so we had discussions about those kinds of things, but she was just there to help. She wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't anything, you know, crazy. She wasn't, she wasn't rude. She just, oh goodness, sorry. She just really made sure that I understand or understood, I guess, the the medical qualities of cannabis. Right. She did her job, yeah. basically. She was she, she did, did her job and job. she did very well at it. And she was easily accessible and there wasn't any type of shady shit going on. Right. And it was very, you know, it was so it easy was, to get in contact with her. It was extremely easy, the whole process. And, and now it's done. I mean, it's everything's approved, ready to go. And had chronic docs or, you know, the whole chronic Whatever. bullshit had done what they were supposed to from the beginning, Katie would already have her card. But now right. it should be in the mail soon. But, uh, yeah, as soon as uh, as soon as soon we use that other service, it, and she reached out. She reached out to us on Facebook because we were asking yeah. about it. We could she not did. get a halt of anyone to do with that chronic stuff. Uh, so I reached out on uh, Facebook and asked, and she reached out to us, and so we got a hold of her, and then, boom, she took care of it. Yeah, she was Which fantastic. is how it should be. I mean, the fact that you have to chase somebody down after talking to a doctor and then go through all this stuff, like, typically most people that are getting a recommendation for cannabis is because it has something to do with mental health uh, and or definitely physical. Pain. I definitely have it for physical stuff as well, right. but... It, People it's with chronic just, pain don't want to have taken, to wait 30 days to have medication that's going to relieve that pain from right. them. But just uh, to have someone, I don't know, just fluff it off, it was very irritating. But anyways, let's get back into what we're <laughs> supposed to be talking to, which is the flower series. Right. So last episode, we covered things like how to consume, uh, what to look for in your bud, what it's for, the different types. So like flower, edibles, tinctures, topicals, stuff like right. that. Um so we'll go a little bit more into that, ways to consume as far as joints, bongs, bubblers, hand pipes, one-hitters, stuff like that. Uh, and again, like I said, we're doing these blog posts, which will be more in-depth as far as videos, like uh, actual uh, visual uh, aspects so you can see right. what we're talking about, which to like 
like people like well, me is much easier, right? So you, you might be able to hear it and be like, oh, that makes sense. But also there's people like me that need to see it, that make it, a, you know, everything makes a lot more sense for me when I can actually see someone doing it. Right. And then you can just kind of replicate that until you get the hang of it yourself. Right. Like rolling. That's how I learned to roll was I watched... Uh, I mean, my cousin can do it with his eyes closed, but I had to watch YouTube videos and then eventually got to the point where I could do it. Right, right. So I guess we're going to start this off with what, grinds? Uh, different types of grinds? Yeah, which we didn't cover last time. That'll be the first thing we start with because it's different. And I actually have the perfect YouTube video to go with it. Again, referencing back to the Gongier. And if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I apologize. But I just really have like, uh, that's really one of those YouTube those channels. Videos. Yeah. I've watched that YouTube channel for a long time. I enjoy watching them. It's something I do if I'm bored. I mean, I'll just sit there and watch a bunch of their videos. But very information-driven. I feel like none of it's uh, to, you know, like sometimes you'll watch these videos and you're like, oh, they're just trying to plug something. There's not that. Like they put out videos. I mean, it it seems weird. Any type of other, uh, I don't know what you would say, field or or topic or whatever there's this constant like uh, oh i'm better just watch my stuff like we we completely plan on putting stuff out just like Gonjir does but i think they're very informational right. i think their content is great and i think Derek gilman who's the main host of it he's an awesome guy you can tell he knows what right. he's talking about he's I, i'm sure i would love hanging out with him but yeah he has great tips and tricks and all these videos and and i'm going to put links in there but i, I do highly recommend watching other stuff it, it's great stuff they have a program for a like a can of sewer program. Uh, it's kind of costly, so I can't do it right now, but I, I would <laughs> love to do it. I would love to be a part of it. Um, right. Definitely something I plan to do in the future. But, yeah, they have great content. I'm going to I'm gonna link those videos, and there will be some others, but that Gongier, uh YouTube channel is something I trust, and I believe, like, they're putting out good stuff. And they've been... They've been doing this a lot longer than I have. Like Swami, uh, I right. believe he said he started doing it in 1967. Well, yeah, well, so, Swami is uh, an old man. Yeah, right. So those people, <laughs> uh, they have more information than I do. They've been doing it for a lot longer. They've had more time to try out these different techniques and products and all these different things. And so, yes, they come very highly recommended for me. You might have a disagreement on that, but me personally, I think they're great. And so those will be the, the videos I link to this, but... When we're talking about uh, grinds, you wouldn't think that there are that much things to talk about, but yeah. there is a big difference as far as how you're consuming. It goes back into that. So, I mean, bongs, bubblers, uh, joints, and stuff like that. Some people like will hand break up their bud for joints, or you want a thicker grind, and there's different types of grinders and different types of grind, just like coffee or, or anything yeah. else. Uh, so you want to, and, and again, that's something I don't, I'm not a, phd in cannabis i don't have all that information <laughs> but i do know like for a joints i want a little bit thicker like like i said i mean yeah. you might even hand break it but i want a thicker grind on my joints whereas if i'm doing you know uh smoking out of a bong or something like that it, it can be a little bit finer or you know even a uh, one hitter is probably when i'm going to want my finest because it packs exactly. the easiest for me um so i was about to say it when all we just out of our one hitter i like to use we have a couple different grind grinders so we have a couple different grind options and we have a green one that gives you a very fine grind it also catches a lot more keef than our other grinders uh and what we like to use that green one whenever we're loading our one hitters so that we can you know have a really nicely tightly packed bowl because the bowls in our one hitters are actually very small 
They're one hit for, for my little, actually, they're almost two hits for my little baby lungs, but uh, they are still very small compared to like what you would typically see out of your traditional one hitter. Because when people hear one hitter, they typically think of those little cigarette type things. And uh, it's, they're actually, the ones we use regularly are actually smaller than that. And so this fine grind, I mean, if it was any bigger, we'd get, you know, one or two little pieces of ground bud in our one hitter instead of actually having a fully packed bowl. And then whenever you move on to other things, like... Like we have our Herb Saver grinder that is a thicker grind, which I really uh, like for my joints and I like for my... uh, Bongs. Bongs, but uh, again, not so much for the one hitter because, you know, it has a... Either it won't pack well, like it just bunches up at the bottom. Right. Or when it does, it's clogged, like it's really hard to draw through. So, yeah, I mean, finding out, I can't sit here and tell you this grind is best for this. That's, again, something and a A lot of things to do with cannabis are going to come back to personal preference. It's going to come back to trial and error, trying things out, seeing what works best for you. But just know that there are different choices. You know, once you get a grinder, don't think, well, this is just how it is. Right. There are different types of grinder. Like we said, we have a sweet tooth, which is the green grinder that Katie was talking about. And we have an herb saver. And those are very, very different types of grinds. And we also have this blue one that we got off Amazon. I don't know what I don't know what it is. That's but just some generic. It, it is kind of like an in between those two. Yeah, it's like a medium grind. And we kind of use that often for like um, maybe packing a chillum, something that has a bigger yeah. bowl, or a pipe, something that's got you know yeah, our little the hand in pipes or a little yeah spoon that in between size between a one hitter and a bong. So, you know, you just kind of get a feel for what works best for you and what works best in your pieces. Because not all bong bowls are the same. Right. We, you know, we have a variety of different bongs, a variety of different pipes. And the bowls are vastly different from one to another. Me and Cody have a a set of pipes that are almost identical to one. Oh, wait, no, I broke mine. So Cody has a pipe. (laughs) Cody has a pipe that is actually a very small little bowl. It's a perfect size. You get like, you know, four or five hits out of it. And it's really nice. But then we also have this bigger pipe, uh, like our ice cream cone pipe. It is substantially larger in bowl size. You could get, you know, me and him could each get five hits a piece off of that. Right. So the bigger, there's not that big of a size difference, like especially from like uh, one of my favorite pipes that I broke was the what I call the tornado pipe. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I was I had cleaned it off and was drying it. I I was already pretty high, but uh, I uh, lost touch of it and then juggled it around for a minute. Then accidentally, like Hulk smashed it onto the ground, (laughs) swiped it. Just about had it caught. But anyways, yeah, they're all different and they could be about the same size, but have different size bowls. So. Or different size holes in the bowl, you know. So oh, yeah. that all that's that a all big deal too. Plays into it where you have to kind of pick what grind and have different grind options. And like I said, just know raw makes a grinder, a uh, really good grinder. So there's different types of grinders, different types of grinds. Uh, so don't get sucked into this uh, whole. This is the one stop all right. grinder that you need. Like no, not necessarily. It may be a great grinder for that type of grind that it's grinding it to but there are different grades yeah you have different options and like what you said about the holes in the bottom like when you look at your bowls you know obviously there's got to be a hole in the bottom that's where you get your smoke from but if you think about it like you probably might not have considered this before but if you got a really big hole in the bottom of your (laughs) if you have a, a really big hole in the bottom of your bowl then pinning a small grind flout like 
finely ground flour in the bottom of that, it's going to fall through and you're going to get a lot of, you know, that little bit of wasted weed that falls through. You might even pull it through if you pulled too hard. Yeah. Like and, our bubblers real bad because oh, yeah. once it sucks down in there, then you're, it's just gone. Right. And it clogs it up. <laughs> exactly. So you kind of have to take that into account too. If you got a big hole at the bottom like that, you get a big hole in your bottom. Hey, yo. Uh, <laughs> loose butthole. <laughs> Then you need to, you know, maybe account for that, do a little bit larger of a grind, or maybe, you know, hand tear it, depending on how big that hole is. Right, yeah, it's just, it just comes up to personal preference. I mean, uh, and what one thing I think we didn't even cover were, like, uh, vaporizers. Uh, oh, so yeah. So we have the, what is it? Air riser. Air riser Solo 2 is what it's yep. called. And there's the packs. I mean, there's so many different options, like I said, to cover it. On one episode would be almost impossible uh, because there's just so many options out there. So really finding out what you like, we're breaking down, uh, and again, Gonjir video, we're going to have where they have all the different bubblers, bongs, pipes, all those types of things. Even in those subcategories of one hitters, because there's one hitters that have really small bowls like we have right now that we got off of, I don't remember, Amazon, Amazon or yep. something like that. Um have a smaller bowl, but I also have a one hitter that I've had since I started smoking. It's a very nice cherry wood uh, one hitter uh, and uh, dugout combo that I uh, I got for myself and spent a little more money on. That has a digger one hitter that has the teeth on it, so it could you could put a whole bud essentially down in there and it would tear it up for you while right. you're grinding. It has a much bigger bowl. It's a one hitter, just like the ones we have, but the bowl on it is significantly bigger. I would say one bowl from that one hitter is equivalent to like three bowls from that small one-hitter that we have now. Oh, yeah, now. for sure. So, again, I could sit here and tell you these things and act like this is gospel, but there are so many different options that you really just have to find out what works best for you. If you're starting off smoking, maybe that smaller bowl is better for yeah. you. But if you're starting off smoking and you're six foot seven and weigh 320 pounds, that one tiny bowl may not do anything. And then you just right. think, oh, well, I'm not even... This doesn't... Like, this isn't medicine. It doesn't do anything for me, so... There are so many different options, and you just have to. We're going to give you the information on the different ways you can smoke, and then you, it's up to you it's kind of up to you decision, to decide. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to narrow it down to this is the exact one of that subcategory that works best for me. And one little like tidbit of information because me going into this, I had never smoked out of a one hitter till I met him, obviously, and so he brought forth this his little cherry wood one hitter that he's talking about that has the little cigarette colored one hitters in it <laughs> and you're not feeling anybody everybody knows that's not a cigarette but <laughs> clearly was, it fooled some people because i never got in trouble for <laughs> okay well nonetheless i went into that thinking man this is just gonna be one hit and that's what i tried to do was make that thing one freaking yeah. hit and i was dying one hitters don't always mean just one hit in the world anymore very true they can be two, three. I think on average, I take about three hits off of that particular type of one hitter. On our one hitters that we use regularly, I can make it two. Sometimes it's one, depends on how tightly it packs in there. Maybe we have a little more keef because sometimes we like to pour our keef and mix it all up and do a little mix of regular weed and keef. And that packs a little tighter and that becomes more like two hits for you because anybody who's smoked keef knows it smokes a little slower. And so. You just kind of have to be mindful and don't get fooled by things like this is a one hitter. Don't try to take it in one hit. Take right. it to what your body tells you is is the limit. That yeah. way you're not, you know, coughing for eight hours 
and then you know have super oh God. sore throat. That's one of the biggest the tips things. I think I can tell you is that just do not cough while you still have smoke oh, in your lungs. Oh yes. Oh, that is such do a thing. Do not try as hard as you can. Like cough as much as you want afterwards. But if you start coughing while you still have smoke in your lungs, it is going to be unpleasant Awful. yeah so try to exhale it all completely you'll be able to feel the cough coming you'll know right. it's coming you can feel it and this and whole just kind of breathe it all out exhale it as much as you can until you feel like your lungs are empty and then cough otherwise you get that burny feeling that yeah. happens in your throat yeah and in the whole you know uh holding it in for a certain amount of time or whatever that's that's not true it, it comes right. in coats the surface area of your lungs and then you're good to go i mean it, it literally takes seconds you right. don't need Just to hold like it oxygen. in until you start coughing. Uh, I, I think this, what was the saying? Cough to get off. It's not. Yeah. We've, don't cough to get off. That's not that's, a thing. Now, I'm not saying you don't need to cough. And a lot of people uh, I've heard, because when we first started doing this, uh, I was traveling a lot and going to different grows and dispensaries and talking with a lot of people and learning all the different things. And, and one of the things I found with these more, uh, I guess, uppity type grows that we would go to were that, oh, it doesn't make you cough. Well, I don't. That's awesome, and that's great, and that may be true in some cases, but I don't think that I'm, – I'm not going to judge a, a bud or a, a cultivar or anything like that solely on if it makes me cough. Like if something right. makes me cough, it doesn't mean that it's lower quality. That has Maybe I mean, it was has, a really hot hit that I yeah, took. Maybe it was how I consumed it or anything, but just, just uh, don't, don't – there's so many things like uh, – Full spectrum. Full spectrum is something that's thrown around very loosely right now. Unless something is described on the packaging of everything that is in that full spectrum CBD, whatever product you have, it's just don't take anything for face value. Do your own research and make sure you're – like Katie said, a one-hitter isn't always a one-hitter. For me, that small one-hitter that we have right now is a one-hitter, but for Katie, it's two hits or three hits. And the one-hitter I had before, even for me, was not one hit. It was typically a two-hit type situation. So just uh, don't ever take anything for – not saying that – the cannabis community is full of liars or anything like that. That's crazy. I'm just saying it's different for every person. It's right, not going to be exactly. the same. Just like a, a prescription medication isn't going to affect everyone the same way. Alcohol is not going to affect everyone the same way. Cigarettes, tobacco, it's all going to be different, and it's based on you. You and don't like. Uh, I'm a I'm a very big fancy whiskey drinker. Like I don't. I'm not a big Scotch, alcohol babe. person like in Scotch. general. But I like very like a Macallan fifteen year goes yeah. down like water Oof. for me. But I feel like it go down like water. For one me of the things like that I like that I heard from someone who was a very fancy person in the whiskey world was it take it however you like it. If you like it with Sprite or Mountain Dew or Coke or with ice or you know straight, it doesn't matter. It's however you enjoy it the most. Exactly. Don't it's let about anyone you. make you feel like you have to do this a certain way. Do it however makes you feel best, makes you get the best results, and you feel most comfortable with. There is no perfected science to how you should be doing this other than how your body takes it and reacts to it. So listen to your own body, not other people's opinions. Don't even take my opinion as gospel. Take what I am giving you and do your own research and find out what works best for you. Because I'll never tell you something like, this is the way to do it, 100%. Because it, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to affect you in the long run. I don't know how it's going to affect you on day to day. 
it, it's on your body and don't just don't ever let anyone make you think that you have to do it a certain way exactly like there's some people that i know that you know they're like i just i won't smoke out of a bong Right. I mean, that's how I was at first, even because uh, going into smoking, I had never smoked anything at all. I had, you know, little baby virgin lungs. And even now, even though we smoke regularly, we like my lungs don't hold the capacity that Cody's do. And I don't try to force them to that point. So he might be over here, you know, taking giant freaking bong rips and blowing out giant clouds and making o-rings and all this stuff and i'm like oh i want to try that fool myself into taking a big old giant bong rip and i'm coughing for eight hours because i didn't listen to my body i was trying to be cool i was trying to fit in i was trying to do what other people were doing i mean granted that other person in the situation is my husband but still like just be true to yourself and I feel like that should apply in every aspect of your life. It is. I mean, even when you're at a bar and everybody's doing shots, you, you can feel like, oh, man, I pr- I've had enough. Like, the, I don't need any more. If I drink anymore, I'm going to go past that point. But everybody's doing shots, so you feel like you need to be doing shots. Same way when I first tried to dab. I probably talked about this already on the podcast, <laughs> but I got so high that I couldn't lift my head up. We were oh, in this I room, uh, and, the, and the person that we were with had this set up. I mean, it was a weed room. Like, that's what that room was for, was to smoke weed. They have a TV set up on the wall and this coffee table that lifted up and out, and he had all this type of stuff. But this was back when we just had, like, the metal nails that you heated up. Oh, yeah. And you put it in there. that's what we used to use. And it was in this giant bong thing. And him and my cousin, who had done dabs before and had been smoking a lot longer than I had, did these giant rips. And they were just fine, and so they did the exact same thing, and I thought I needed to do it the exact same way they did it and take the exact same size hit, and it wasn't enjoyable. Like, I was super high, but I was so high that I felt like, oh, man, I don't have control over my own body. This isn't enjoyable. And then for the longest time, I I would say, well, I don't like dabs. Like, I don't like that type of high. Well, it wasn't that type of high. It was because I overdid it because I was trying to do what they did. If I would have just taken a smaller, I fucking love dabs now. Yeah. It's not something I do often because then my tolerance level just shoots through the roof. But, yeah, I just, we have that little, like, uh, honey comb uh, honey, pin honey hit sticker. whatever or something like that honey but you straw. just heat the tip up and then take a little hit yeah when just I do that, I, it's one. just fine but uh yeah just listen to your body don't overdo it don't try to you know fit in with the crowd and do what other people are doing that because everybody's different some people have, can take like a whole gram dab hit and somehow not cough but that's not me and i'm not gonna pretend like it is you know i'm not right I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm trying to medicate. Right. We're trying to solve our problems here. (laughs) Like we go through every day with these different things bothering us and we're here to make those things go away. We're not here to get so high we can't hold our head up. Like that's that's not the life we want to live. Exactly. I'm a daily smoker, whereas I can, like uh, Seth Rogen says, I smoke all day, every day. And I don't, I'm not high necessarily all day, every day. I just consistently keep this uh, medicated level that helps me get through the day, right? So it makes me more relaxed, gets rid of the anxiety, and it helps with a lot of chronic pain. So I was a trade worker for a long time. I was plumbing and then HVAC, so that went from crawling under houses to crawling in roofs. Uh, Did not know proper form, so I just tore my... Yeah, uh, on a plumbing job one time, uh, we were putting in big pipe in this... uh, you were putting in putting big in pipe. Putting in big pipe always. <laughs> no, but, uh, 
Yeah, we were putting like 12-inch pipe. Uh, there was this house out in the country <laughs> we were building. And uh, we had dug this hole with a backhoe that was probably about 10 to 12 foot deep. And when we were testing the pipe to make sure everything was right, we had one burst apart. And it was a lot of pressure of water. And when it burst, this edge of this uh, hole that we had dug fell out where I was standing. And I fell straight back on. Now, granted, it was onto a dirt pile. Uh, so I didn't like Still, go to the hospital or anything, but fall. it did. It fell straight back onto my back, and uh, ever since then had lower back problems, pretty right. bad lower back problems. And back surgery is just not a thing for me. Uh, I had a, a very good friend whose dad had back surgery, and then they accidentally like the left same. fragments of his yeah. spine in there, and he got an f- infection. And so that's just not something I would ever do. I'm not ever going to take prescription pain pills because I've had issues with those in the past. It's very easy to become addicted to stuff oh, like yeah, that, for sure. especially when you're someone who suffers from true chronic pain. A lot of people don't understand that if they don't have it, that that pain is just like it can be nauseating and it and you get used to it in a sense. But at the same time, when you find something that alleviates that, that's all. That, it's not because you're a drug addict or because you're chasing this high. It's because it's just like, my God, finally something that makes me not feel like I'm in pain every minute right. of every day. So it's very easily to get addicted to that. But with cannabis, obviously. There's been many times when I've taken jobs, of course, where you can't be smoking uh, so I can stop smoking and as long as I need to and it not be a problem. I don't have withdrawals. I don't you know, need to be admitted into anything like right. I would with uh, pain pills, which became a much bigger problem. But that's for a, another time and another right. podcast. I hope they got more from that than I did. I got really focused on the 12-inch pipe and them hose. Mm. That's the words that I really stuck to in that story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, not even gonna. I'm not even gonna. I could get so inappropriate with that, but I won't. I'll keep it PG to an extent. All right. So we talked about grinds, and we talked about a little more about ways to consume and stuff like that. And like I said, uh, I'm not ever gonna go super into depth on edibles and stuff right now, just because I don't feel like I have enough information right, to give to you. We need to, to gain some more knowledge ourselves uh, before we feel comfortable. Right. Because I don't even. Like I said, you. I don't even understand the milligram stuff. It's just like, well, I'll try these things <laughs> until I figure out what doesn't get me so stoned I feel like I'm living on a different planet. Right. And uh, as our as we start to like really build our content and kind of branch out a little, I'm going to branch out to things like showing you how I make butter. Because I've made butter two different times. One of them tasted like I was eating freaking weed, just straight weed. It was kind of off-putting, and it also made us violently ill. So, But then this most recent time that I have made it, it has a Much very, better. very mild, like you can tell that there's weed in it, but you're not like eating it and you're like, mm, yeah, I'm eating some weed. And then uh, it also has a much, uh, I don't know, it, it hits you a little smoother, a little better. It, it settles into your body a little differently and it doesn't make us violently ill. <laughs> right. uh, so yeah, we're, we're learning. And like I said, I'm never going to give y'all information that I haven't vetted first. So uh, anytime I'm going to talk to you about something means that I've gone to many different sources beforehand, uh, talked to done many different ourselves. people, done it ourselves or something like that. And, and edibles for me just isn't something, like I said, we started this off. Uh, we lived in Oklahoma city, uh, and we had started to get involved into all of this, and then uh, COVID happened, and I got furloughed, and so we had to move to a different location back to Texas, our hometown. Uh, so we didn't have our cars, didn't have access to uh, legal medical marijuana, not to right. say we didn't have access to it, because, you know... It, you know, as much as we can say with that. Stop, man. <laughs> you but, know, uh, incriminating anyways, ourselves. Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but... Uh, 
it was just this kind of transition period, but now we're back. We bought a house in Oklahoma City, or in Oklahoma City, in Oklahoma. I'm not going to give you the exact location, you creeps. Yeah, that's creepy, guys. But, uh, yeah, so we're back, and we, we're getting our car, our Katie's car just coming in the mail. I'll get mine shortly after I deal with the Oklahoma DMV bullshit. And we'll be able to put out more videos and more of these. Uh, oh, yeah, I have a lot of really cool content planned. That. But um, going into that, so we're we're coming up on almost oh, yeah, a fifty minute serious. mark, and I I don't want to talk y'all's ear off. This is I know for a fact because I'm an avid podcast listener that sometimes it can be a little much. So I'm gonna try to keep all the rest of this brief. And once again, podcast uh, blogs will be coming out so that it's more in depth and has those visual representations of the Gangier and other places until we can start putting that stuff out ourselves, which will hopefully right. be relatively soon. But uh, so next there are, on our list. the next on our list things are going to be like, uh, and we've, we touched on these in the last episode, but I feel like it, it, it justifies need to go in a little more. more yeah. Right. Justifies going into it a little more would be like uh, choosing a dispensary yeah, and a bud tender. And for that, again, is going to be a lot of, there is going to be personal a lot of personal preference. preference in that, but also, uh, weed maps, even Google reviews, uh, and I know a lot of places still censor cannabis because it's not federally legal, and right. that'll come up in the news part here at the end. But um, dispensaries, so definitely look on. I like weed maps a lot. I, right, I yeah. wish more places utilized it more. Um, I feel like it could be an absolutely amazing tool. Uh, it's super convenient, but there are some dispensaries that don't use it. There are a lot that are still not signed up, but they are the ones that are. Read the reviews. And again, if you get a one star review because a guy was pissed off and didn't get what he wanted or, you know, he thought he knew more than he he should. have, And I'm saying he, he, she, whatever. But um, one, 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 one bad, two review bad reviews doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean, mean they're bad. So at least give them, you know, if they have nothing but bad reviews, I'd say stay away from them. But if they have one or two where they're like. Oh, well, I went in there to get some cherry runts, and it wasn't like the cherry runts I had 12 years ago, and so I hate this place or some stupid shit like that. Just give them a chance. Um, a biggest thing when you're going to dispensary, obviously, if I walk into a dispensary and they have wall-to-wall everything, and I mean just packed like the peak or something like that, that's a little off-putting to me because, to me, if I'm if I own a dispensary, and ideally one day I would like to, I'm going to have a more concentrated down group of products so that I can go through day to day with my employees and be like, this is what we're carrying. This is who those people are. This is what they stand for. This is what their products are. And this is how it should affect these people. They need to know this information. What does their TERP profile look like? How has right. it grown? How should it affect them? Because again, it can affect everyone differently, but there are baseline things that you can expect, right? And so the Bud tenders and everyone involved that's helping the patient needs to be informed on those things. And when you have a a place that's full of literally everything, there's yeah. no way that those bud tenders know everything working, they need to know. Yeah, they don't have that information. So to me, I would rather go to a place that has a more condensed amount Selection. of things down that they know more about, that has the TERP profiles, that has the testing on hand, that's more you know forthright on what they're putting out. I don't want a place that just has uh, amount over knowledge, right? Right, and not to say that that isn't necessary. Like, there's a time and place for that. For instance, when you're making edibles, something like shake might be a good thing, and you might be able to get a good deal on some, you know, decent quality shake at a place that carries all of those things. But, right. 
but understand yeah understand what they're good for everything has a time and place so places like that might have a large variety of edibles and if you're really trying to experiment figure out which edibles work best for you which brand which type maybe you like eating something sweet that's an edible maybe you like something gummy that's an edible maybe you like drinks that are edibles that counts as an edible right even though it's a drink yeah and so you know you just kind of need to know the time and the place for that and so you know if you want to go get some shake go to the what a bud barn go to bud barn get some shake i don't know right that's just the first name that came to the top of my head don't actually i don't know you might want to do some research on that she's just saying bud barn because that's where we're going to get our shake because they had the strain she wanted for her uh, what she's going to be using the yeah, shake for. I wanted, but yeah, no, it, it is, sweet, uh, so. there is, there's so many different factors and stuff, but when I, when I'm choosing flour, especially if I want medication type flour, like I'm not just smoking recreational because I do both. I, I enjoy smoke. Like I'm not a big drinker. I, I'm not into that scene and everything. I like to smoke. That is my thing. When I want to have a good time and hang loose, I want to smoke. Hang I loose. don't want to What's so funny about that? <laughs> Just the what mental image of it in my brain. Yeah, I like to hang loose lips. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I just, I want someone who has more condensed selection that knows what their grower is doing, that knows the turf profile, that has the testing on hand because you can ask to see the testing. Yeah, they have to show it to you. And, and anytime I go to a place that doesn't even have the turf profile on hand of what they're oh, selling, yeah, for eh, sure. very off putting to me because I've I've been on. Uh, I have family members that work in the sales uh, departments of uh, the cannabis industry here in Oklahoma City. I've been with them when they go on these places, and I know for a fact some dispensaries are just looking at price. I mean, yeah, they're not, they're they don't care about price how it was grown. They don't care about the quality or anything. They just care about, oh, well, it looks decent enough, or oh, it has purple in it, or something like that. Right, and, and those and, are just such arbitrary factors to look right. at. And I, I'm not going to go in, again, that's something I could go into a rant about, but I right. won't because I try to stay positive on these things. Yeah, but you want to, you want to, yeah, just when you go into a dispensary, you want to find a bud tender that. And often you'll find a bud tender that you really love and that'll just become your dispensary. But you want to go in and you want to find a, dis- a bud tender that kind of knows what they're talking about. You want to go in and be like, well, these are the problems are ha- I'm having. And that bud tender should know, they should have enough knowledge to be like, well, these are the terp profiles and the cannabinoids that you're going to be looking for. Just like that lady I talked to, she was like, the CBN is going to give you what you're looking for for that anxiety without giving you that paranoia that some strains can give you. And then if you look at the terp profile side, of things if you have anxiety and i'm sorry that i keep using that but that's my personal reference point so you're just gonna have to get over it um i feel like an attack things, <laughs> things like linalool the thing the the terp that is also found in lavender which everybody knows lavender oil is oh everybody a, knows this everybody everybody <laughs> Sorry. Idiot. <laughs> if you don't know it, you're an idiot. People, there's a lot of people that understand the fact that linalool and lavender, lavender is a calming oil, a calming scent. You get lavender scented things on like your pillow sprays and your, your bath salts, things that are going to put you in a relaxing state. So you might want to lean towards a cannab- a strain of cannabis that is higher in those in linalool whenever you're looking for something that's more relaxing. You don't want a bud tender that's like, oh, well, you'll want an indica if you want to relax. No, you might want an indica, but not if the indica doesn't have those relaxing, you know, beneficial terpenes and cannabinoids within them. 
which we talked about that in the first one, is don't just go off that indica sativa hybrid shit. Right. So not you to say it's not you. relevant, but go off the terps. Right. So you have to find a bud tender that really knows what they're talking about, really is there to help you and help you find what works best for you, not as just there to push sales, not just there, you know, just because they were like, oh, I want to work at a dispensary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and uh, it's okay to not know. Like, don't go. It's better to go in there and say, you know what? I don't. These are the problems I'm having. I don't really know what I need or what strain you know is my favorite. I'm I'm pretty new to this. It's better to go in like that and than to go questions. in there than pretend like you know everything because then they're not going to want to help you. They're just going to want to give you what you think you know you need and get you out the door. Right. Most good bud tenders know what they're talking about and they know what can help and they're they're going to walk you through that process they're not going to get upset with you because you don't know something they're going to get upset if they you pretend like you know something you don't especially if they are incredibly knowledgeable and you come in there and you're like i know everything and then on their insides they're going to be like oh oh you really you you think you know everything well i know more than you so if you dude yeah exactly i mean that's with anything but uh yeah so just be, it's okay to be uninformed. It's okay to ask <laughs> yeah, questions. It's okay to ask questions and not know and, and, and be new to it, right? right. So don't, yeah. uh, don't ever feel like you have to pretend like you know something you don't because you don't. And if, if you walk in there and you don't know and you ask somebody and they have a problem with explaining to you, walk right the fuck back out. Yeah, that's like, not the that's place for job. you. That's their job. That's what they're there for. They're, is they're getting to, paid they're to help, help you. you. So if they don't want to help you, go somewhere else. There's, yeah, fuck them. I mean, you can throw a, a quarter up in the <laughs> air and, and hit a dispensary in Oklahoma. There's so yeah. many, it's ridiculous. So if you have a bad experience in one, walk out and go to a different one. Exactly. I don't I mean, who cares? Uh, they're there to service you, right? Yeah. So, exactly. I mean, this is a, um, I mean, whether you're recreationally smoking or medicating, either way, it's a service provide. Like you're not, they're not doing you a favor. You're paying for a service and you deserve that service quality that right. you believe you Want. Deserve, yeah, yeah you want. deserve. So, uh, yeah, just uh, don't don't buy into all this hype bullshit. Just be you. Listen yeah. to your body. It's okay to not know things, and just uh, take your time. If you take nothing else away from every single podcast episode, we hope that it's you understand that we want you to be your truest self. We want you to listen to your body. We want you to respect yourself, respect your boundaries. Be you in your truest form because that's when you'll be happiest right coming from two people that always felt like they had to fit into a certain category or act a certain way and have now found out that they can be themselves and not have to fit into any certain categories exactly so we do not want anyone ever to To feel feel like they have to alter who they are to make to anyone please else other happy. people. Yeah. Because you don't. You're great the way... Well, I mean, unless you like drown puppies or something. Yeah, no, if you drown puppies, you're not but great no, the way But no, I mean, are. if you like to play Dungeons and Dragons or play video games all day or, or you're in accounting, like, it doesn't matter. As long as you enjoy what you're doing and it does not hurt other people... Then keep uh, like, on Well, I say hurt it. other people and even now in this day, it, it's very easy to hurt someone's feelings. But if it's not overtly bad... If what you're doing isn't drowning puppies or beating children, fuck them, you know? Be yourself because if nothing else, me and Katie don't care. Talk to us, message us on Instagram, whatever, because I don't care. Reach out. As long as you're kind and don't care about what political side they stand on or anything like that, you know, where they live or the color of their skin or their sexual orientation or anything like that, then, then you're fine in our books. You know, exactly. And one fun little be kind tidbit and be yourself is 
setting boundaries that are healthy for you and healthy for yourself are going to hurt other people. You're going to feel like it's hurting them, but it's healthy for you. Like if you're like, oh, okay, hey, Dr. Drew, Rebecca, I don't like it when you call me a bitch. And she's like, but I like calling you a bitch, you bitch. And then you're like, okay, well, then we can't be friends. Okay, it might hurt Rebecca, but it's better for you. Yeah, don't ever it? stay around someone that's toxic just because you want to have someone around. Right, you'll find friends that are the people for you. So don't don't be afraid to let the people behind that aren't good for you anymore. Right. Leave the people, let them. <laughs> Leave them. <laughs> yep, we could go into that as well. Probably will. We'll probably cover in a whole episode about that, but uh, we're coming up on the hour mark, which yeah, is pretty long for us. For the most time. So. Our call to action, as always, is be kind, which I feel like we literally just talked about. Be kind. Be yourself. Mental illness is mental illness. Mental. (laughs) Sometimes it's a mental illness. Mental health is a big deal. It is serious. I seen this thing on Instagram where it was comparing all these different things: ADHD, anxiety, depression, PTSD, and it was on the left side would be whatever the mental health was of. Oh, if you have ADHD, just focus. Like just focus. Or if you're depressed, just snap out of it. And then on the right side, it had a guy whose arm was broken. He was like, "Just feel better." It's the same thing. Like you right. can't. You, that's not a thing. You don't get to just say, "Well, just focus," or "Just feel better," or "Just snap out of it." They're, it's not that simple. Obviously, anyone who suffers with mental health wishes it was, but it's not. And it's just as real as a physical uh, thing. And it, and it, it can to me cause that people, physical things. It, it absolutely can cause physical things. It can end someone's life. It's a much bigger deal than a broken arm sometimes. So right. take it seriously. Understand that you're not... Uh, you can't just snap out of it. You can't just focus. You can't just feel better. That It is a real thing. We understand. We're there for you. And take care of yourself. Don't let anyone make you feel like you need to rush this process of making yourself better because you're just fine the way you are. Uh, constantly work on improving your mental health uh problem whatever it is work on it in whatever way that helps you regardless of how it affects someone who doesn't have it and doesn't understand right do what's best for you and take care of it it's very serious it's not a joke and it shouldn't be fluffed off and we are here for you and you have to take care of yourself to take care of others absolutely you have to be good before you can help other people like i mean if you're sick you can't help other people that are sick, can you? No, you have to get yourself healthy first so that you can help other people. Exactly. So. Okay. Right. I think that's that it. That was it. Okay. I think we're ready for our generic exit. All right. Some Here we go. fun generic music coming right up. All right. We'll see y'all on the next part of the flower series. Yeah, y'all.